0: Welcome to It's a Girl's Life, the podcast for 16 to 22 year old girls who want to take control of their own worlds. I am Charlotte Wasserman and I'm on a mission to help girls like you and me recognize that by becoming self-aware, staying authentic and living a life with grit, you can become the creator of your own story. So whether I'm chatting with today's female leaders or taking on the challenges of growing up as a young woman today by myself, we will unpack on how we can be the creators of our own stories. One thing you should know before we head into this episode, we talk a lot about GRIT here. And at It's A Girl's Life, for us, it actually is an acronym that stands for growing guts, building resilience, accepting our imperfections, and growing our team. For each of these components means something different to each of us. So there's so much that we can learn from each other. Now let's dive into living a life with GRIT a little bit more. Enjoy this episode if It's A Girl's Life And if you feel inspired to share us with a girl great in your life, I'd be super honored. I wish you could see me grinning right now because it would be the biggest smile on my face to know that one of your friends is also listening to this girl's life. So enjoy the episode. And of course, always keep it real. Hi everybody and welcome back to the It's a Girl's Life podcast. Today we have a super exciting episode because I was on the Do Wit podcast, which is a podcast for teenagers to learn how to really launch their entrepreneurial dreams and goals. Um, I super suggest you guys check out their programs for teenagers. You don't even have to like have a business idea to join. Um, I did the Wit PR marketing course and it just, it was a college level course, which was really impressive but also it just taught me how to really you know position myself where I could pitch myself to podcast guests or news networks or just basically anyone to share about an opportunity I thought that they would be interested in learning about because of everything I've done with It's a Girl's Life but again you really don't need to like have started anything to get involved with their company they just share great tips for really putting what you want to do into action as a teenager, which I think is really empowering. So definitely go check them out. Um But this episode is in collaboration with them because they are sharing this episode on their platform and we're going to be sharing the same episode on our platform. So I would love for you guys to go check out um, Doing Wit on Instagram and also their podcast, The Do Wit Podcast. Um, And just really support them, show them some love, but also enjoy this episode because it's a great conversation, gives you guys a little bit insight of my college experience, which I think is always really helpful, just to share because maybe you are a junior or a senior going and applying to colleges, you just don't know how to think about it. Well, listen to, I guess, what I have to say because I have been a month into the college experience, which in no way, shape or form am I an expert because of course I'm not, but I'm definitely living and breathing the college experience. Um, And it's been such a big adjustment. So I just got super vulnerable and shared, you know, my experiences and kind of how I've been feeling um, about the college experience. And then also, it could just be helpful for anyone who's like also in college and experiencing the same things. Maybe you're a freshman, maybe you're a sophomore, whatever you are. I just think this is great to hear about, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone and doing something new and different and how that kind of looks in reality because, you know, you're never going to really see how someone feels about something unless you truly ask them and listen to what they have to say. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, but of course, please, please go check out Do It. I'll leave some links to them and how to support them down below. They have an amazing podcast platform, just such great like free resources, honestly. But if you want to make that further investment in yourself and your business and whatever you want to do, they definitely have the resources to do that. Um, I really love their program and just could not speak more highly of them. So enjoy this episode and always keep it real. I just listened back to that audio that I just recorded for the intro for this episode, and you could fully hear my dog, Vince, barking. Yes, I am at home, and he is being really loud, and there's, it's like dark outside. I don't know why he's barking, but disregard that. Enjoy the episode, and always
1: keep it real. Okay, hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Dewit Podcast. Uh, my name is Sarah Hernholm. I'm the host of the Dewit Podcast and the founder of Wit Whatever It Takes. It is a nonprofit organization that helps young people launch businesses, create social movements, and most importantly, just activate their entrepreneurial mindset so that they can take action on their ideas and make an impact in their world. And also just realize that they matter and that their ideas matter and they are needed in this world and we value them. That's really big for us here at WIT. And I have a special guest on the Do It podcast. We have a graduate, a recent graduate of the WIT program who is in her first year of college, her first semester of college. It's crazy. That's such a long time ago for me, but I remember it very clearly, like very clearly. So we'll have fun talking about that. I'd like to welcome Charlotte Wasserman to the show, the founder of It's a Girl's Life.
0: Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for that great intro. And it was so fun to hear again, like what it does and how special it is, because it's really like a great program. And as you said, I was involved a lot last year um last school year I guess you would say um I did the wit PR and market intro to PR and marketing course and that was amazing because it really taught me like a lot of the things I use on a day-to-day basis even since I've done everything with wit which has just been like a great way to be able to share what I'm doing which mm-hmm. is like I started this nonprofit, it's girls life like you said um and able to get that message out to many more people which i think is always really important when you have something they are doing that's really cool um not that well yeah anyways yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh, it, no we we can dive That's more. What I meant. Yeah. but i think that i was just trying to say like when people have like when because there's a lot of teens out there that are doing really special things mm-hmm. and it's really important to be able to share with the world what you're doing and become comfortable with that and that mm-hmm. was something i struggled with a lot
1: so yeah, I definitely want to get into that a little bit. I first though, because obviously this podcast is for that young entrepreneur. We want you to learn from those who have gone before you or are walking right alongside you and you're on the entrepreneurial journey. But I really want to hear like how college is going. Cause I don't want to, Yeah, I mean, I don't want to have any leading questions, but I'm really curious about what that experience has been like for you so far.
0: Yeah. I think it would be really cool to talk like, about that today just because the last I've been on this podcast before actually and so if you guys haven't listened to that episode it goes into a lot of details about is a girl's life and why I started mm-hmm. it but um I'm in such a different place now which is really weird to like look back on that and know like I'm the same person but such a different person mm-hmm. um and I would say it's it's even crazy to like come back home because I'm on fall mm. break right now and like see yeah, everything, yeah. but with different eyes that I'm like, not like, I'm not like in high school and like hearing, like, I was literally getting my nails done today. And the person next to me was a high schooler going to homecoming. And she was talking about her homecoming plans. So I was like, that was my whole world last year. And for the past four years, knowing like, that's not really a part of me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very strange, but college is going really well. There's obviously so many aspects of it. Um, It was a really necessary experience for me because I was really ready for a change and I really needed to be pushed outside of my comfort zone um, from high school and meet new people who have Mm -hmm. different upbringings and different ways of thinking about life. So it was super necessary. Um, And I've been learning so much about people, about myself, um, making lots of mistakes. And Okay. Let's
1: talk about those. Let's talk about, I mean, I can even see it in you and hear it in you that there you've gone through a transition and evolution. Yeah. And I think that's so important for our high school listeners, because I think so many of our high school listeners that, that time, that the time that they're living right now feels so major and so intense and it is. it's all the things and right. Cause that was you, not that it long was. ago. And, and yeah. now you're here and you're probably feeling that like, wait, I can't, like, this is very different than that. And I, you probably were listening to that person talking about homecoming and just being like, I'm in such a different world right now. That is not yeah. even, I can maybe it's, even, I can't believe I stressed so much about that stuff because yes. now, is that, is that true that, for you? It's, it's
0: homecoming, but it's also like, I was so stressed like two years ago about SAT and ACT prep. And even though it didn't really, I could go test optional, which is actually, like, how I got into school I'm going to now. Um, But that doesn't really matter. That's, like, a whole different topic. But even, like, that stressed me out so much. And, like, even, like, in high school and senior year, which was about a year ago, um, I was applying to colleges. And, like, November 1st is coming up in less than a month. And that date was, like, huge it was taking up everything that's the only thing people wanted to talk about was where are you going to college where you want to go and to know that like I was really set on different schools a whole year ago than the school I'm at right now mm. is insane and to know that I didn't decide and wasn't confident in the decision that the place I'm at right now until February of last year is also crazy because I already applied to all my schools. I just had to make a decision and I was hearing back too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that process, like in the amount of stress, like everyone was putting on it is crazy because I don't feel that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's something that everyone will go through is like you experience things that you put so much stress on and they happen and you don't feel the same thing you felt about them.
1: Do you, are you at the school that you thought you were going to go to?
0: It depends, well, um, when I was applying to colleges, no, but when later on I was, I became super confident in the choice that I was making my final decision. And like, once I submitted my deposit, I was like sold in the school I'm at right now. And I can see a lot of like what I was hoping for, like come into fruition, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm really like, when I make decisions that I feel like have a lot of weight to them, I like analyze them a lot. So like, it was probably
1: over-analyze like, them. Yes.
0: <laughs> but it like made me feel more comfortable when I did that because I was like, wanted to be sure. So, okay.
1: Well, that's good. If it's a healthy analyzing, we I want think to be it was honestly. Of, okay, good. We want to be careful of the overanalyzing or the ruminating and, and that's that.
0: a different situation that I've mm-hmm. experienced before. It's not helpful, mm-hmm. but
1: did you experience any school rejections that were hard for you that you thought you were going to get into school yeah. and you didn't get those?
0: Um last you survived year,
1: those, it looks like. You yeah, survived I mean,
0: them. <laughs> last year I ed to a specific school that I did not get into and I saw myself there. So mm, that's so I don't real. see myself there anymore, but I did.
1: Did you? I mean, that's oh my gosh, that's so and cool I had a I,
0: program picked out and everything that was perfect for me. And it was exactly what I thought I wanted to do. And it was the place I wanted to be, and I visited and I really liked it. Um and I met people and I thought I meshed so well with those people. Like, why wouldn't mm-hmm. the school pick me? Like, I thought I was just like, I knew it was a reach, but I thought they could take a chance and it would be a really good chance
1: they took it on me. Okay. So let's talk about that moment because not many people talk about that, right? In this podcast, yeah. I want to talk about the things that people don't usually talk about with young people. I agree. And so where were you when you got that? Were you it was? I can't I mean. I'm okay. Most people know I know exactly where I was. Okay. Tell us where I tell you. Yeah. Tell us where you were.
0: So it's night four out of night five of midterm exams, senior year, winter break. Um, My Spanish exam is the next morning at 8 a.m. I have to be back at school. I've taken four exams already. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm pretty tired. Um, Winter break is very soon, less than 24 hours away. I won't have to worry about any of the exams because I've already taken all of them. But I'm, like, super into doing well in school. So I was, you know, stressing my stuff out still. And I knew my college decisions were coming out that same night. So I was, like, contemplating. Like, I knew the time. I'm pretty sure it was, like, 8 p.m. EST. Like, I was going to be, like, on my computer ready to open the letter. Mm. By yourself um, or
1: with your parents?
0: It was after dinner. And I had dinner with my mom. This is, like, really specific. But um, I had dinner with my mom. And I told her that I didn't want to open it with her because, I just wanted to like, see what
1: it was and move on in a way. And I'm just thinking, I'm just going to tell you a different perspective for everyone, even though I don't have children, I obviously work with a lot of teens and yeah, you, the way your mom probably felt in that moment where she knew that you wanted to do it alone, but she like, I mean, she probably wanted it more for you than you did. Right. Cause yes. every, we all just want you to be happy. Be happy. We all right. want you to have the things, even though. We also know that sometimes you don't get the thing because something else is better for you. Yes. You being okay is so important to us. And so I'm just having this feeling of like how your mom probably felt that night when yeah. So okay. So So, you're like, I don't want to.
0: Yeah. And this is my early decision. Like Mm -hmm. it was that, or it was, you know, the rest of schools I applied to. But if I got that decision, I was going to that school. So Mm -hmm. it was like huge. Um and then like the time it rolls around, I'm like waiting, refreshing my emails every oh, like God. few minutes. Um, and a letter pops in. And so I go and open it and it's like a rejection letter. <laughs> it just says like, dear Charlotte Wasserman, like there is so many great applica- yeah. like applicants, you know, like unfortunately, like we can't offer you like a spot at our school. You know, they all say kind of the same yeah. thing, which is whatever it's fine. Um, and obviously that. Didn't feel great because, yeah, no news like that ever does. (laughs)
1: Yeah, there's no other way to put it. (laughs) I would imagine there were some tears on that. Uh, no, I didn't cry. You didn't cry. Okay, no,
0: because I was someone who set myself up in a way where I tried really hard to be okay with knowing that, like, I could get a rejection but that's like a very interesting response because I saw people who got rejected from the schools they really wanted to go to. And that was not the response they had at all. Mm -hmm. So if that's not what your response is and that's coming up and happening for you, like it's also really normal. And like,
1: that's good to share that people can have different reactions. Yeah.
0: And I don't know why I had, I don't know how I handled it that way. Mm -hmm. We're all different. So we handle things differently. So Mm -hmm. it's like,
1: Maybe it's not normal that I did, but I don't know. No, it's, it uh, let's happens. not say that it's normal because yeah. it's what you did. Right. But
0: whatever. <laughs> <either. Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay, that happened. And then I had to go tell my mom, right? Cause she wasn't mm-hmm. sitting there. So I was like, okay, it's okay. yeah. so not like we have to put it out into the universe. So we, I to, know like, we have to make get make it into the, the reality. Yeah. Which is like hard. Cause you can it like is. keep things away and then you don't have to think about them. Mm-hmm. Um but I did. So I told her and I don't remember. I think she was like, oh, like, like obviously she was really sad. And then she's like, oh, like, it was just like an upsetting thing, obviously for both of us. But then I think I was probably the person who was like, well, it's okay because I have all these colleges Mm -hmm. to look forward to, like hopefully receiving some good news from you should be upset though, which I was, I was like upset, but then I was like, I was so torn in emotions, like how I was supposed to feel.
1: It's weird. There's also nothing. There, there's a couple of sides to that, right? Because what's the option? You can feel sad and disappointed, but there's something. Well, it doesn't. I like think help. you're somebody that doesn't get
0: you into the school exactly. if that, you're disappointed.
1: Exactly. Oh, so I, I like didn't know what to yeah. do because I, I knew you're, that. Yeah, I think you're someone who just because I've known you for over a year, I think, I think you're someone who also if you really look at a situation, you would look at yourself and go, there's really nothing else I could have done. Yes. And so if you knowing that about your personality, there's a bit of, I left it all in the field. And ultimately yes. like, if they don't want me, then it, it really can't be a fit because that's I did everything I possibly could. It's not like you're sitting there going, damn it. That's why I wish I would have done blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. I should have right. done like you didn't have any, there's, and that's there's very nothing. good. That's really good.
0: And I think that's like a really good tip to like, if you really want something, then mm -hmm. you have to like do everything in your power because then it will help you kind of like process the bad news, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Because then
1: you just, what else could you have done?
0: Right. And then you can also say it's a them problem and that they're missing out on a good candidate. Of course, you know, I, I feel that too. way.
1: Yeah, of course I feel that way. Of course, I feel like <laughs> the college applications are like dating. It's like, yes. if somebody doesn't want you, like what are you gonna do? Like cry and beg them for it. It's like, yeah. no, it's like, like, like no I'm not chasing then, you.
0: <laughs> yeah, then they missed out on me. Yeah. So I and, like to think of it in that way too, which yeah. made it more like easier to kind of think about was, it. In a way.
1: Was there any, because I know that I hear this a lot from young people that are going through this process, the pressure- so it's one thing that you find out and then you're telling your mom, mm-hmm. but then telling friends in the social life and oh, school is, was that, hard. yeah. What was that like? Because I think, and the reason I'm, we're having this conversation and we're going to share this is because for young people to hear you go through this, if they happen to go through it themselves they're like, okay, well, Charlotte says like, it does get better. And Charlotte went to this. Now she's like the school, the, the school that she's at. It also helps the people that do get into it, their school, the frame you of know, the ED to have more empathy for their friends I and agree. not rubbing it in the fence, right? Like it's, rubbing it in the face. So let's talk a little bit about what it was like when you had to go. I mean, I would say like you don't have to tell people, but like, come on people, like we not, all eventually people are going to find out. So no. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think it's like, I don't know. Something I learned about myself was that if I'm not like honest with like the people around me that I care about being honest to, like I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So it's almost better that I just tell them what's Mm -hmm. going on. Plus they're going to find out anyways, because I'm not going to end up going to that college, but (laughs) um, you won't be seeing them there. So no, I won't be (laughs) at that school. So Um, it was really hard in some ways because I felt like well, also it's hard when you're like hard on yourself and you think mm-hmm. that people like judge you for like not getting into a really hard school, but then you're mm-hmm. like, no one really gets into that school. So it's like, you know, it's, it's very hard, but I, you know, a little part of me was like disappointed, like that I couldn't say that I got into this like semi reach actually mm-hmm. like actual reach of a school because I was like, well, if I could get into this school, like then maybe that would like prove something of myself. When Mm -hmm. I don't really need to like prove anything of myself. I just, people just think that way that they do. And like a name on a school proves more to like people, like what they think it means. And like, it actually means anything.
1: Well, Um, but I think what's what would be, what's honest there is that's because you've done that. The only reason that you think that people are going to do that is because you have done that to yourself or to somebody else. So that's the only reason if you're someone like me, who applied to one college and did it almost last minute and then barely got in. It's like, whatever. I, 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 don't, ha- I yeah, don't have, I don't have that noise. That right. I never had that yeah. kind of college noise just yeah. because of who I was, which is whatever my own story, but I've had tons of noise in other areas and tons right. of things where I've put weight and leverage and validity on things outside of myself. So there's something in you and in anybody right. who does this that has said, I will be I will see myself as some, as something better than or I will be I will hold myself in higher regard and I know other people will if I get into the school because yeah. I do that to other people.
0: I guess I right? guess that would make sense because how else would I be thinking that yeah. if I didn't think yeah. of myself. So I never thought about that.
1: But that's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well the reason we want to have that moment to, of discovery is because then we put things back on ourselves and when we have things on our we can if it's if we can own it, then we can handle it and we can face it. Right. If it's somebody else's stuff, it becomes then very confusing. You to have handle. to wait for them to yes. change. Or they're not so going like to.
0: Yeah. Thinking about like, you have to validate yourself first, because mm-hmm. if you don't, then you're going to be waiting for like something you
1: can't control, which is mm-hmm. another person's like permission or, like, mm-hmm. or acceptance. Or or, acceptance. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, so take us through what it was like going to school the next day. Oh my gosh. Taking that exam. That, oh, that was wow. fun yeah <laughs> it, was well, what, it
0: was after staying up till like really late because i like finally had to sit down and study
1: <laughs> i was like this is just not how it's gonna work but
0: it happened and we survived and get through those moments yes if you, that happens to you too yes um well i didn't have to really talk to anyone about it because i just took my exam and i left but okay. um i obviously texted my friends about it so they knew And they were obviously like comforting over text as people would be. Um, And then it was really interesting because the school that I go to now actually had their decisions sent out the following day. So that changed something because the Mm -hmm. day exact after I knew I'd be finding out possibly really good news about a different school. Um, And and even though I didn't know I was going to go to that school, Mm -hmm. it still like was like you know getting good news anyways and they did get good news it just wasn't mm-hmm. the school I, I didn't know if I was going to go there yet so we mm-hmm. didn't really know, it didn't have like meaning
1: yeah. Yet, yeah other
0: than like I got in which mm-hmm. is good and I was sitting at dinner for that too so it was like all these really random events so many different emotions so many different emotions on that 24 in the same hour. 24 hours is mm-hmm. very um strange because there was so many things happening too it wasn't like oh I just got like my ED rejection but I also had to take a test so like
1: oh, that was the, super hard
0: yeah because you know and it's Spanish and I don't really like Spanish so
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it was it's just good that people can you know a day in a life of of a yeah senior, that's
0: like real for you like it's senior. like all, everything's going on at once um thank and god then, for
1: winter break though I think think it's nice that winter break hits yeah people can process alone
0: yeah no that was it because then it was winter break right after that so I also had that to look forward to
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um like being off from school for two weeks um but definitely like then it was really hard because like I guess someone from my school finally did get accepted into school IED too and she goes Mm -hmm. there Mm-hmm. That was also really interesting because I talked to a bunch of girls after I got rejected and they also got rejected. And then we found the one girl who actually got in and it was like, I think it was like an E2 application. So I don't really know how that works because I never got to that step. But like, I don't really know if that actually matters. But I just remember being like, oh wow, like at least they took one of us from our school <laughs> because I go to this really prestigious, like all girls school. I was like, they better take someone. Um, but then when I learned like a bunch of other people who were really smart also didn't get in, I semi didn't feel as bad because I was like, oh, I don't
1: know what they're doing. <laughs> but- this is like why you know I have such, I have such strong feelings about this. Oh yeah, the process. process is, the process just is sixteen year old up. I would say like seventeen year old brains, like and and emotions, it, and they're not like developed. So when no, really you're hard. like, and you're and, the, and adults are telling you that you, if you don't, you know, like you got to get into the college because that's how you're going to have a great life. And if you've been, anyone comes to wit, you're going to learn that that's not true because we have so many hangout guests that come in and say, oh gosh, no, like I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't, and I went to one school and I graduated and I thought I was going to be a lawyer. And now I am an agent, like whatever it is, it's, it's not. But I always say that the reason Adults don't do a better job of minimizing the pressure on young people is because so many people make money off of you all being stressed out because mm. those tutoring companies make money. Yeah. Those, really uh, those, the schools, those private prep schools that I went yes. to, that you went to make money. Oh, and yeah. We're going to get, so everyone's make, like, if we take the pressure off and let everybody know on a big secret that there's, you know, you're going to be okay. If you don't get into college, Yeah, people are going to lose a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, I agree because I knew my school was, you know, they definitely post in the Cleveland, whatever the schools, everyone gets into Mm -hmm. and how many girls get into Ivy leagues and the percentage of people that get into the schools they wanted. And this, this school has four students from our school. It's like, Okay. But like what that doesn't like, mean like they're like instant, like super successful people. They're like making an impact on like a bunch of people for like something. It just, it doesn't mean yeah. anything, but they, they love to like, you know, say it's us. And, it's and good. I think
1: it's important but, to say here as well, that we've had plenty of kids get into their top, like the top choice school that they wanted and transfer after the first right. year. So that it's also like, happens.
0: It doesn't, it also, it's like, just because you get in, like, I realize you know I got in and I made my decision I made my deposit but that was like the start like then I have to actually figure out like what I want to do at the school and like how I want that to look and like it's just like like one thing happens and it's like really good and exciting but then it's like now you have to live with like that decision you made and like figure out what do you want to do with that because it it doesn't like mean anything when you get in well you I mean it means something but it doesn't
1: it doesn't guarantee you're going to be happy once you right. move in and that's what I'm you're like gonna- talking about kind yeah. of so you're like- on you're on the first break home right this yes. is the first break home it's the first That's, break it's always such an interesting time uh, this is like weird it's not I was gonna say this is a fun fact it's not a fun fact but and this doesn't this doesn't relate to Charlotte is that this is usually the break that a lot of people break up that were in high school high school couples oh I was, yeah I was curious yeah <laughs> because they this is the break the first break is usually the one people come home and they're like okay because everyone it's like, college is just so different than high school and oh you're living God, such different lives and you're, different your social life is so different. So this is usually the break where people have that feeling of, Whoa, I feel super different in my house. I, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Cause I've had, usually there are people that have had so much freedom at college and they come home and it just feels and they've grieved grown and your parents haven't been around for that growth. And so they're adjusting to this version of you that's had these experiences yes. over the last couple of months. And then, like I said, sometimes people break up because they're like, okay, this isn't working. This long distance thing isn't working. So there's a lot of things that are happening during this time. So it's all a lot
0: of moving pieces.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear that you could share with our listeners and those that are watching. What were some of the things that you like? Well, so let's start with the positive. Let's start with something that you were really surprised that you have liked about college. I would
0: say than not having so much structure and like how much I found what, once I found how to make it work for me, it's been really enjoyable because it's super different from high school. And like, I, I mean, I add structure into my life, but like, it's not like real structure. Like the only real structure I have is like classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of it is kind of like structure and air quotes because it's not like, you know, I don't have to be at the gym at this specific time every day, Mm -hmm. but I do that because it makes me feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So,
1: um,
0: it's a lot of like that, like, that's like one major thing. And obviously sometimes that doesn't work. And like, I've made so many mistakes along the way of like a few days ago, I accidentally, I was taking a nap and I did not set my alarm and I missed the meeting I was supposed to go to. That was really bad. Um, but, and like, I've made so many mistakes where it's been like fully on my responsibility mm-hmm. that it has been really like embarrassing because I don't like to make mistakes like that. Or like our talk, like last week, I didn't find the right spot to do the recording. Yeah, this then, is
1: a round two of the podcast.
0: Cause- yeah. Cause I messed up the first time. So that type of stuff, when I realized that it's my responsibility, could have avoided it is uncomfortable as it would mm-hmm. be for other lots of reasons, which is why I'm sharing it because mm-hmm. hopefully people will be like, it's okay.
1: Cause other people felt that but yeah but um, i'll give you credit because the thing that you do really well which this is a big part of wit too and we really push this out wit is that you did mess up you weren't prepped for the for our you know our our time yeah. but the first thing that you did was even in real time you owned it you you didn't make excuses for it And then you wrote an email that just said, I mean, I know, like, basically I know better than this and I should have done differently. And like, I'll, I'll be ready next time. And I, I've always said, you know, when people, when you own it, if somebody still comes at you, that's their stuff. If you own it and you take, you take responsibility, that's you're good. You can't control, like you can't control Mm -hmm. if all of a sudden I'm like, well, that's totally unacceptable, Charlotte. And you cannot yeah. do this. Like you're like, I know, I already said it was. Like I already said it was. Yeah. So like leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, I didn't I didn't write no back. no no. That no, back. not at all. I didn't yeah. no, no, that no. But um I just think in a in a world full of people making excuses for so many things, when you're somebody who acknowledge, understands that everybody messes up, everybody makes mistakes, but you can stand out because you actually take responsibility for the one the times when you do make a mistake that's great. That's all you, that's yeah. all you can do. That's so huge. are you just realizing ready to do that? Are you just realizing in college that high school gave you more structure, which maybe you pushed up against a little bit. Cause it felt like so tight, yes. maybe, but now um, you're like, Whoa, now I have so much freedom.
0: Yeah. And I knew that was coming oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause that's like all they talk about, like you all have so much freedom in college or whatever, Yeah. but then you come and, and it was a weird realization because yes, I do have much more time than I did in high school, but it gets eaten. Like if you don't take advantage of like making some sort of way of time management that works for you, it will get eaten up so quickly and you will just end up like, I don't know what, like some, I don't know what I did the first few weeks of college when I didn't, I was still like confused. Um, I don't know. It just like, at some point it just like started to get to like five o'clock. I hadn't done any homework and I was like, where did all the time go? So it's like being, it was like weird because it's like more time yet less time and like it was kind of really surprising how both things which are opposites seem true Mm -hmm. at the same time
1: I didn't like that (laughs) what about so juggling school is real the homework and honestly people and friends like in college you also like don't have to go to class I mean impact your grade but there's nobody no one's like Telling saying, you. like, you got to get no, that's what I always tell people they're like, Well, oh, you didn't remind me. I'm like, why am I reminding you? Like, you're taking a college credit class at Wit. Like, get understanding like, in college, it's not your professor's job to keep DMing you and saying No,
0: they won't you know, like six, you know, two you. more
1: hours till the assignment is due. It's like that's not their job. And they so they won't people- <laughs> even say,
0: yeah, anything.
1: <laughs> so you had like at Wit, we're trying to get you somewhat prep for that. Yes. And it's just so funny when, when teens are like, You're, that's so mean. I'm like, I, our job is to prep you so that it's not super shocking. It's already going to be shocking. We don't, we're trying to like minimize it's the shock when you get even, there. Cause you knew, I mean, wit's very structured. I mean, you know, that at wit, we have expectations. Yes. We also don't good. Hand We don't hold your helpful. hand and it's no, like, it's, you know,
0: and I'm grateful for the experiences that taught me that at an earlier time, because my high school was also very much like that to an extent. Um, obviously I was still surprised. So they couldn't do everything. Cause you can't yeah. teach them everything. Can't. You gotta let yeah. them experience it for themselves. But like, um, I just realized that, you know, it's kind of my choice if I
1: want to do it. So oh, wit tip. it's a choice.
0: Yeah. And you have to realize if you want something, then you have to make that apparent by the actions that you take,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and show like, you know, like you always say showing up, but mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like if I, you know, I was went to college and I went to a hard high school. So I was prepared in some ways academically with like knowing how to study and stuff like that. But you know, the content sometimes was still hard because mm-hmm. you know, it's just hard. It's not mm-hmm. like easy stuff. Like you're going mm-hmm. to college to be challenged. Um, and so, I was, you know, I knew this, but I was just thinking about, because maybe some people don't, if something's hard, you have to like, you know, do something different to like fix it. And, yeah. like, you can't just keep doing the same thing. Because obviously that's not working. Mm-hmm. Um. So like go meet with your teachers, for example. And like, you know, you could be sitting in classes that are so big, they're never going to know you unless you make yourself stand out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was something huge for me that I really wanted to do. So it was like, okay, even though this is like semi really uncomfortable to like go like, you know, talk to this teacher who I've been, you know, looking at and watching her lectures yet. She doesn't know who I am at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, might not want really anything to do with me, but, like, you know, she's my teacher. So it's like, I can ask her like questions and stuff. Like you just got to do it yeah. because, or unless you won't get what you want. And yeah. Like, want to do well.
1: So what about okay? We've talked a little bit about the adjustment, a little bit about the academics. Okay, let's get into the real real about the social life because mm, that's first semester different. of college trying to make friends, girls, it's guys. Scary. Yeah. Sorority, All above. Yeah. fraternity, your values, maybe even being challenged, your like maybe your ethics, compass, your right? ethics, like, oh, yeah, all those things are yeah. like, oh, okay. So this is where I'm going to apply my compass very weird in different ways. So let's talk, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, I think we really helpful.
0: Right. So I think that it's very weird because school and high school, school is separate from social life and you were only going to school to do school. But here, school and social life are in the same place and they take place in the same, you know, setting. So it's Mm -hmm. very like, obviously not in classrooms, you're not doing social things that you're doing on weekends, but you know, you're on the same, like you're in the same dorm room, like when you're doing your homework as when you're doing maybe something that's not school related at all, Um, Mm -hmm. which can kind of like show you conflicting situations where you might act differently you know, when you're doing your homework and what you're doing on the weekends, and you might value something when you're doing your homework and you might not value that same thing. Like when you're, you know, hanging out with your friends or like just mm-hmm. relaxing or whatever. And that could go, you could, you know, define that whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. But um, what I would say is that I was, when I went into college, I knew that I had such a hard socially high school experience. Where I went to school and how I grew up and just the people I was around and it was really hard because my school was super into like clicks and Mm -hmm. like groups and if you weren't in the it group you weren't really like I mean it's really harsh but you weren't yeah you weren't what it was all about so like people wouldn't really pay attention because you know you weren't at the front and center And that might've been really more apparent when I was younger, because as we got older, it kind of like dissolved, but it was still a huge thing. And once I got to college, I knew that I wanted to start to choose the people I wanted to be around. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make it a point to myself and like something that I would hold myself accountable to that. I was only going to look for people who I felt like I could be myself around, um, and not, and and be like comfortable around like in my own skin around them mm-hmm. because I had my experiences with not doing that in high school and that just attracted the wrong people and I couldn't be myself and that made me super uncomfortable and it was super hard to like live up to expectations that I wasn't because that's like you know being someone fake it's just it's just too hard
1: like it's a it's lot of effort like you're contorting yourself, you're yeah agreeing you're to things that you don't actually don't want to do, don't want to do you're saying things that aren't really true for you, and you're laughing at things yeah. that you actually don't really find funny, and-, and it's
0: super it's just it's super uncomfortable.
1: I don't yeah. really get why we do it because it's literally the hardest thing ever. But I know why we do it, it because time. we desire connection so strongly. Like we yes. as human beings, we want connection and we want yeah. community and we want well, to, yeah. And so we d- we right we do weird shit sometimes because we want it so badly and right. if we're not getting it. We think, well, okay, maybe I can just compromise this little piece over here because it feels really good to like, at least have someone to go do this with. Yes. And I think Which that's is, so, And then, but eventually you can find that you've whittled away so much of who you are. And you're like, it's well, like, this is it's not good anymore. This, yeah. It doesn't what, like
0: fulfill you yeah. and it drains you and it just doesn't make you feel good. So I was like, okay, I can't do that again. I can't go mm-hmm. back to that experience. It's just too much. It was stressful. It was it was just like, I didn't have any morals or like anything. I didn't have values. Like, it was just weird. I did not like it. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I have to be true to myself and I have to like find people through that. Um, And I knew it was possible because I just like have heard so many things about being true to yourself and Mm -hmm. how that's the only way you can actually like find people who like admire you and respect Mm -hmm. you. And you just feel like you can be yourself around, which is like the biggest thing. And so somehow like once i got to college even though it was like this whole group of new people no one knew who i was in mm-hmm. high school no one knew anything about me no one had any like preconceived notions and that was super exciting for me
1: yeah i love um,
0: that for you yeah and it was refreshing in the best way possible mm-hmm. so i could just like you know be myself and hope that like some people would accept that which obviously they had, cause I can speak to that now. That's good. <laughs> um, which is really nice. And I think that it it's like, it's like weird. It's like a lot of like trust in something that I don't even know. Like, it's not like a, like a tangible trust. It's just like trusting that it's going to somehow work out if I like stay true to myself and what I believe is, you know, kind of like right versus wrong in a way. Mm-hmm. And I guess that like attracts people who also sort of believe in those things. Or maybe not believe in those things, but like probably value them, right? Value, because like
1: like attracts not believe, like, but like and value. Yeah, like attracts like. So. Yeah. So you're you're kind of the, the more honest and authentic you can be, then you'll find people that are also in alignment with those things. And yes. That's and that's I mean. kind of I feel like that's the journey, especially in college, because you're on this campus. I mean, I know where you where you're going and it's a totally different state than where you grew up and it's a different culture there as well. Oh so my I can imagine that's like crazy, like that that is it's interesting.
0: Super interesting. Yeah. And it's just I I grew up in the Midwest. I go to school in the South, which and granted this school, like SMU where I go, um, it doesn't you know, it has a lot of people from different places that aren't just the South. So it's not like fully just going to yeah. like the deep South. Yeah. Right. So that's yet different because it just has influence from like a lot of the people from California. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that there. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's just a lot of people from a lot of different places, which is really fun because all these people have different, you know, ways of thinking about life. And like, mm-hmm. it's fun to be able to talk to people about like how they grew up and how that impacts how they think about everything. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because you know there's still some effect of like the south that is on the school obviously oh sure and people are just like people i don't mean i say this all the time but the people are a lot nicer in a way I, I um i agree they have a like a lot like there's um a level of like manners that are very mm-hmm. different from the midwest um and one good example that i'm always impressed by was like guys who
1: open the door for girls just that out of like should just be a norm. it should be I don't but know it's, why it's, that uh, became I don't know why that I don't know became,
0: it's just like I was surprised by that so that's just like if you ever think about that then we can relate about
1: that but that, that's like my that that's an expectation for me if someone's yeah, not doing that I'm like I but then I, I don't know it's some people say that they don't like that because I've had I've heard women say
0: I can oh, open my own true. door
1: and I'm like they don't okay, like that because well, so many making can I. Point. yeah point. It's like, weird. Like, I can, I, <laughs> I I can too. I can also open my door and I really enjoy it when somebody opens yes. it for me. So the, both those things can exist that I can yes. do it myself and that I enjoy somebody doing that for me. Um, <laughs>
0: or just like overall, like a lot of people in the Midwest have cold shoulders. I just find some of the girls are a lot less closed off or not mm-hmm. willing to kind of just like be welcoming or friendly or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I just found that people are a lot more open to like, not only like meeting new people, but like forming new relationships. I don't know if that's just because it's my first semester of college, but I have an experience. I think that's great to hear that, that that's happened. So. Have you,
1: are you, can, are you doing the Greek system? Are you doing I that? am. Okay. So
0: rush is enough. They have delayed rush, which is okay. really what I think is nice, but there's obviously different opinions on that mm-hmm. and I haven't gone through it. So I don't really know, but um rush is in the spring so it's in January but obviously there's a lot going on with that in the first semester um and that's a really interesting process because I've never done that before and people were always told me this would be like if you come from the midwest and you go to school in the south or just like go to a school in a different area of the United States than where you're from people usually tell you it's like A lot of people are like warning me, like this is just gonna be so different. Like you should be really scared because it's just like the girls are just different in the South and like all these things. And it was like crazy. And I just haven't really experienced that at all. So I think that's
1: great. And I hope that you have the same discernment with where you, you know, during rush that you do uh, that you did with college applications. It's very similar. Once again, you're waiting to be chosen. Right. And so we want to make sure that we- are aware that we are also doing the choosing choosing by-
0: yes yes so it's like i always think about it like it's like a two it's two people decision because mm-hmm. it's not just you like you have to like stop thinking not you but yeah, yeah. Are listening yeah, have to yeah, not yeah
1: all of us yeah you can't
0: like some of these types of decisions you can't just focus on giving them all the power of like their decisions like you have to think about like well do i actually want it or not mm-hmm. And you have to like also go into these big decisions, whether it's sorority or college, whatever it is, with becoming really clear on like what is important to you and why and making sure that's like fully for you and will be like fulfillment for your own and not just like what other people think. Because if you only focus on what other people think, you'll never be happy about it. Mm -hmm. And that's just a statement.
1: We'll have to have you back to talk about the rush experience because I think yeah. that'll be helpful. I think it's really helpful for people to. Well, I guess our, our listener and viewer will tell us, right? But I yeah, think hopefully it's helpful. I think it would be helpful if I was a junior, maybe even a sophomore in high school, senior in high school, to hear someone who. Is obviously successful. You have an, a really great nonprofit. You've done a lot of things. You've had a lot of accolades. You've, uh, had some really cool experiences and you've experienced rejection. You've experienced
0: yeah, like, things not I going still exactly experience as you.
1: rejection. Yeah, like you, I applied for a yeah. club
0: this semester. I did not get in Those um, clubs that you can get rejected from. Yeah. Cause you have to apply into them.
1: <laughs> everything so intense uh um, yeah like, they make it
0: intense for no reason <laughs> but
1: I'm like a yeah. club like yeah. for i like guess it was a
0: business fraternity
1: oh yes there's yeah th- yeah they have some of that at usc there was yes a, we have some yeah we're actually so, the usc of the south oh like okay say, so yeah. this yeah. that makes sense, sense to me south. um that's what i've heard but well i'll have but, to have that girl we have a few wit teens that went to usc and we can have um. I think at least one of them was in the business front there. Well, it's it's like it was a, it was both a there was guys in it. So, it's a, so I guess yeah, it's a club, but it was just, like there was guys. In, but there was a guy I mean, and girl. Yeah, fraternity. the stories that she shared, though, I mean, I always like to think that rejection is protection or rejection is redirection because I agree. Ultimately, we have to decide in life if everything is happening for us or to us there's really no other th- those are your options those are the lenses that you that you, that's the two choices that you get for how you're going to look at life things are happening for me or to me mm-hmm. so if it's for me then those type of things that you get you know you don't get accepted to the club you don't get it's like oh okay well obviously things are happening for me so i thought i wanted that but i guess that's there's something else better coming for me Mm -hmm. because that's how you would think if you think that everything's happening to you it'd be like once again I I didn't get into it once again I didn't get Mm -hmm. the thing and if you think about what kind of choices you'll make as a human if you see things happening for you or to you the person who feels like everything's happening to them will be very much a victim and you think like a victim mentality person someone who's like oh everything's happening happening to me are they moving their body every day like, probably not. Cause they're probably just like whining and like, just mm-hmm. like complaining. Are they fueling their body? Well, probably not. They're probably like, I, I don't want to get into like what they're probably doing, but it, just thinking about yeah. people that see that things are happening for them. There's a resilience that is built where they go. Yep. Yeah, okay. I didn't get that, but I'm not going to not go to my workout today. I'm not going to not go to dinner with my friends tonight. I'm not going to let this derail everything else in my life. Yes. And I think that is what I just see you doing. And I've seen you do that for over a year. It's not easy. It's a muscle I have to work. Huh. It's a muscle no. a lot of people, because we always talk about this, the, the world profits off of us feeling like we're victims. We will overconsume. We will, we will overspend. We will, we will compromise our morals and values when we feel less than it And well, it does. So, right. It, was just it what, never gets
0: you anywhere. So yeah.
1: I mean, it, it just, gets you, we, we, it gets you yeah. somewhere. It just gets you somewhere. I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So mm-hmm. give us, we're coming up on um, time here. Give us an update on how it's a girl's life. Are we taking a pause? Because it's a lot to do. Why we're um, it's
0: interesting. Um, it's something that I know I can never not do because it's such a big part of me. But I knew that I wanted to allow myself the time to get involved in my school and whatever that meant, or at least get acclimated because it was a huge transition. So I didn't want to like put the pressures of fully continuing it on. But now that I've settled, um, I've been able to like keep up the podcast. And I had a lot of episodes I recorded over the summer that I've been able to like slowly push out just because that's super fun for me. And I like it. And I think it still gets out like some empowerment for girls, which is always important.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you and might, then, maybe we should have you share this one too on yours. I think you're, the, oh I yeah. Think you're, I think do like really a, a joint launch. I don't, I don't know, but I feel oh, like yeah, your audience, I can
0: like post it as well. I think they would really like to hear yeah. it too.
1: Okay. Plus, we'll, we'll discuss that. Once yeah. We stop recording mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And then, um, for the events and everything, cause that's also part of our nonprofit. Actually, yeah. I saw in my memories that two years ago today was one of our first events with John Carroll university which was an amazing partnership, So cool. um, October 8th in 2020. So it was like in the mix of pandemic, um, which is also crazy. It was virtual from like being in person every year, but I definitely want to do something with the events in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want it to be in Dallas because that's where I go to school. And I would love to get involved in that community because I never have. I love
1: that for you. Yeah.
0: And I kind of don't know if I want it to be with like with, like working with the high schools that are close by because there is one that is really close by, or doing a community event or doing something with college girls. So we don't know.
1: But I love that. There's a lot of ideas and there's I so think, much I could do. So I think that's really helpful because so many people that listen to this and watch this have their businesses or have things that they're working on. And eventually they're, they're going to go to college. And it's good to hear, like, okay, so Charlotte's giving herself some grace and letting herself yeah. see what's going to happen. Versus like I am keeping it going and I work on it five hours, you know. It's like no, it's okay. It's not real. I I don't think it's realistic, and so I love that you're being honest about it. I agree,
0: and I think that's like the best way to do it because then I can let myself, you know, get ready and get used to all of everything that's changing, and then Mm -hmm. bring it back in when I can. Or, but I also know if I like don't do it specifically, which I'm not saying I won't, it will always like be in some sort of shape or form of what I'm doing because it always will be a part of me. Like that's just.
1: That's just truth. So, so let's wrap up with your advice. What advice would you give 16 year old Charlotte? That was super long ago. So there'd be so it's much to color <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was three years ago. 16 year old me. I love that. So, that's
1: like long for you. You're like, well,
0: so yeah, ago. I know, but that's just, yeah, it's just
1: different. Okay. Yeah. 16 year old Charlotte. Life. It's a different life. It is.
0: It's very much it. So that seems like long ago, yeah. but I would say to remember that everything that seems super important in the moment will always seem not as important in the future Mm -hmm. at some point. And that can like come with time. Um, But I think that just kind of like, I always remind myself when I get like really like uncomfortable in a situation or just something doesn't go like the way that I want it to go, that at some point it will, the feeling is always temporary and that Mm -hmm. you will be able to get back up from that experience and like when you get into a really bad situation like the only way to get out of it is to you know rise up and go above them. Mm-hmm. there's just no you can't go like back down because you're
1: already there i guess yeah in that situation so i heard that somewhere and it's just like okay that makes yeah. sense yeah i mean there's like you can go up you can go down you can you get to choose you get to choose where you're gonna be you your to energy choose, yeah. what, what you're gonna do And what advice, like, what are you doing today that will make future Charlotte proud? I
0: think, um, I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep like an open mind
1: about everything
0: that's like happening and just like knowing that like, there's something good that's going to happen from everything that's happening right now. And like all the growth that's happening, it has to lead up to something good. Cause I just think like, that's just how life works. And you never know about that reason. Like in the moment, you just have to wait and it will make sense in the
1: future mm-hmm. and that's that's okay sounds like you're what you're doing today is it sounds like you're really working on your mindset yeah and that will make food that'll make future charlotte happy yeah you're taking care of your mind right now and that you're your perspective and you're, mm-hmm. and you're being patient with the process even though maybe things aren't happening maybe exactly as you want them to i mm-hmm. think that that's that's good um, okay, where can everyone find you if they want to follow along and listen so to your podcast? Where can you they can find you?
0: Continue to find more. I talk about all this stuff a lot of the time mm-hmm. um, at it's girls Life org on Instagram, and then it's girls life is podcast. So you can find that on Apple, Spotify,
1: Google, anywhere. And I believe that the Insta handle is has a Z for it. It is not actually. Where did I fact. see? In the email. I was like, where do I know that e-? there's a Z somewhere? Okay. The fair Z, yeah. Okay. It's
0: because okay. like years ago in 2015, when I started this like Gmail account for it's a girl's life, they wouldn't let me use S's. So, so
1: they already okay. took them. Okay. So okay. Oh, that's probably Okay. It. Well, I'm glad you got it. So it's a girl's life on Instagram, mm-hmm. the podcast, and Charlotte, I'm just so thank you for making time today to hang out with us and of to course. share from the heart Anytime. and to be vulnerable. I mean, there's, there's so many different ways this chat could have gone. And I feel like the, the approach that you decided to take and your honesty is really going to help other young girls and guys as they navigate the transition from high school to college. And I hope that you'll come back and, and keep talking to us about how that transition's going. Yes,
0: I hope so too. And I hope this was like helpful to anyone listening. And just like if you could take anything, it's just like, you know, you could do it. I don't know. You can do it. Is that what you said? You can do oh, it. Oh, well, I did say that.
1: But <laughs> I did mean like that. But yeah, just that works it works too. All right, everybody, we're going to sign off now. And uh, we'd love, love, love if there was something in here that brought you value, which I certainly hope it did. Please share this, share this episode in your stories and tag us and comment with your takeaways. That just helps us know that what we're doing is something that you want us to keep doing and also helps our guests feel really good and valued and that giving their time to us was worthwhile. So thank you everybody and keep doing WIT. Thank you. Hello everybody,
0: I am back. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was super fun to record and it was just great to be able to you know reflect about the past few months. So I really empower you guys to do the same. Just think about like how much you've literally changed Um, in the most recent days, weeks, months, whatever. And I think that if you just like think about it, you realize, you know, how much that statement really is true that you can change so quickly based on the experiences you are doing, the people you're meeting, and just life in general because, you know, we just grow so quickly, I think. And I think that's something that's really amazing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was kind of different because instead of me putting people in the hot seat, I was in the hot seat as well. Um, but I hope that somehow you related or took something from this conversation that we had with the Duet community. And I really hope you guys do check out Duet, their podcast, their platform, their programs, um, because they have really set me up for success today. And I just have a lot of, you know, gratitude and honestly, like thankfulness that I was able to be a part of their programming. So I really want you guys to check it out because I think it could be helpful for you guys. And of course, you know, have a great day. A um, rest of your day, whatever is, you know, coming up on the horizon for you. Hope you have all the best and you're setting yourself up for success for whatever's coming down the pike. But also just always keep it real because, you know, staying authentic and true to yourself is really the most important thing when it comes down to anything. So yeah, have a great day and see you guys later. Talk soon.